The Lowell Green Podcast is brought to you by Shield Furniture and Appliances in Packingham. See shields.ca. Question. Are we stuck with a light rail system that is a lemon of all lemons? Question. Did the city of Ottawa accept delivery of this system knowing full well it was not reliable? Ay, 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 ay. Yesterday, I'm sure you know, more problems with light rail. After 54 days of repair and testing and testing and testing, what happens? Well, a train stalls somewhere between Tunney's Pasture and Lyon Street. Why? Well, we're not quite sure. Although, John, apparently someone says it's because the operator heard a sound. So yesterday, CTV, I guess it's Leslie Roberts and Bill Carroll from CFRA, uh, they were having a conversation, and uh, they become aware that an LRT train, this is the headline on uh, on their webpage, LRT train stopped Tuesday after operator heard noise. Now, I'm I'm very confused. I, I have ridden, have you ridden on the train yet? No, sir. Nor have I. I didn't think there was an operator on the trains. When we say operator, are we talking about someone on the train or are we talking about someone back in headquarters who's monitoring? Because the question, uh, the reason I ask this question, it just springs to mind. If, in fact, there are operators on these trains. There are. Then how did we have a derailment that lasted you know, about a, a half a mile. I, did did the operator not hear the sound of derailment? I, I'm t- I'm totally confused. There may be somebody who's closer to this thing that can provide this answer. If in fact there are operators, in other words, conductors or engineers or whatever you call it, on each train, then how did we have a derailment that we didn't know about? for a p- protracted period of time. I don't get it. I don't understand. But there's there, there's there's something else. Because yesterday, or perhaps late this morning, we find out that, in fact, the city of Ottawa knew that this bloody thing was unreliable weeks before we accepted official delivery. There is a text or an email or some sort of correspondence from John Manconi, who at the time was head of OC Transpo, to a number of other city officials, in which he says, and see if I get the quote here correctly, um, yeah, he says, things, uh, this is a quote from John Manconi, this is weeks before the city accepts this, okay? Things are not going well. Reliability of the fleet is not where it should be to provide defendable service. It requires attention more often than it should. Unquote. Translation, it requires repairs more often than it should. Let me repeat that. So weeks before we accept $2.1 billion worth of apparently junk or near junk, we are warned by none other than John Manconi, Chief Honcho, quote, Things are not going well. So they've been testing this thing prior to delivery. 
And his, his response, John Mancone's response is, things not going very well. Reliability of the fleet is not where it should be to provide defendable service. It requires attention more often than it should. Unquote. John Mancone to other city officials. And as I say, this information came to city officials weeks before we officially accepted delivery. Ah, wait a minute. Late delivery, we should point out. Late delivery. Right. Uh, I mean, this, this, this whole thing just screams out for answers. So how serious were the problems before delivery? Serious enough for Mancone to warn us. Why would the city accept what they knew was a faulty system? I've said it before. I'm going to say it again, okay? This whole fiasco, and it is a fiasco, cries out for a full-scale judicial inquiry. And you members of Ottawa City Council who voted against this should rethink your decision in light of this latest information. Your city, the city that we pay you bloody well to service, knew weeks before delivery that this thing was not working well. Was it a pile of crap? Is it a pile of crap? Well, I don't know. I guess you'll have to define crap. Seems to me that the thing keeps breaking down. Let me ask you this in this business of buying a system that we knew to be faulty. Uh, let's say you're out shopping for a new house. You see this lovely house, okay? She's in the glebe. Uh, a lot of dough, a lot of, uh, big, expensive house. So you do the wise thing. You call in a building inspector. He goes through the whole thing, and he comes back to you and says, you know what? Um, this uh, Things are not going well with this house. Uh, it's uh, it, it's going to require a lot more repairs than, uh, than it should. There are some ongoing problems here. Would you buy the house? In fact, Lowell, I've been through Would that. Would you buy the house? No, in fact, I've been through that process of making an offer on a house, and the home inspector turned up things, and that's your opportunity to walk the hell away. And I did. So As you, you should. You go, you go into a car dealership. Right. You see this brand new Porsche. Yes, sir. Expensive. Mm -hmm. Heavy dough. But you decide, you know what, uh, there's not that many Porsches on the road. Like, if there's problems here, is it going to be expensive? So you take it to your favorite mechanic. Mechanic looks at it and he says, you know what, uh, it's not th this 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 vehicle is not that well. There are there are some problems here. Uh, you're going to need more a lot more repairs than it should. So you know, so would you buy the automobile? Well, I guess if you're the freaking city of Ottawa, you would. Because we did. We bought not only a Porsche and a brand new Glebe building. We bought a mansion from Rockcliffe, along with a dozen Porsches, even though we knew the whole damn thing was unreliable, all of it. $2.1 billion. We're warned before we take official delivery. We didn't have to take a delivery. We knew that it was faulty. We knew there were problems. I, like... I'd like to ask some of those members of city council who voted against the inquiry. So did you know this? Did you know that your city on, 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 
Did you take part in this? Did you know? Were you notified? And if not, maybe you should ask, as a member of city council, why not? I'm going to tell you. If I were on city council and I found out that, that officials that I am paying well, probably making more money than me as a councillor, knew that there was a real problem with this and didn't alert me and went ahead and bought it, I, I'm going to tell you, asses would fry. Asses should fry. In fact, there should be more than a few asses kicked, kicked with a damn frozen boot. I'd take the bloody boot out of the freezer, put it on, and I'd let a few of these officials know. And by the way, we're going to hand you the $2.1 billion bill, too. Uh, so well, why, why are we not going to get to the bottom of this? I mean, it's, it's, it's just astonishing. And then, of course, on, on top of everything else is the fact that we may be stuck with a real, honest-to-God lemon. There was a time uh, a number of years ago when there were two or three automobiles, brand-new automobiles, that came out onto the marketplace, and they were lemons. There was one vehicle, and uh, memory escapes me now. My memory is usually pretty good, but it was, uh, it was very dangerous because, that because of the location of the gas tank. You may remember this, John. In a rear-end collision, the thing would explode. Oh, the Ford Pinto. Was it the Ford Pinto? Yeah. Did we just buy a Ford Pinto for light rail for two point one billion dollars? <laughs> that right there, my friend, is the that's that's the best analogy I've heard yet. Yes, we did. No, not only that, but we're going to spend another two or three or four billion dollars expanding this thing. So we're going to take this bloody Pinto, this piece of whatever, and. Um, we're going to dress it up. We're going to spend all kinds of money putting in brand new leather seats, a new decorative steering wheel. We're going to repaint it all sorts of flashy colors. We're going to put on bright neon lights underneath it. When, when she flashes through town, if she ever starts. Can we get fuzzy it's, dice it's, too? Fuzzy dice on the mirror? Fuzzy dice, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. Thanks. Maybe a hanging rabbit over the, the rear vision mirror. Nice. Folks, how do I say this? There's something rotten here. This is not Denmark. This is not Hamlet. We're not st stirring a stew pot here. We apparently have bought a lemon. Sometimes lemons can be repaired. Can this one? 54 days in dry dock. Goes over the whole thing, repairs this, repairs that. Testing, 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 testing. Three days later, she stalls. We're not sure why. Somebody, someplace, an operator heard a sound. What was the sound? Like, did you run over a rabbit or something? I don't know. And, and there's another very strange thing here, John, and that is that the media has been very, very quiet about this. I mean, right. there's a, a, a brief mention buried in a tiny little one-column story in the sun today. Usually the sun would be all over this kind of a story. How long did it take me after I said I read somewhere that somebody said that there was a noise and that's why the operator stopped the train? How long did it take me after I mentioned that to you for me to actually find the story? Three, yeah. Three uh, minutes the, I had the, to dig for it? 
John and I go on the uh, on the air here about 10, 15 minutes before uh, before I actually go on the air. So we're we're going back and forth and and, and helping each other research stories and so forth. Yep. And this I, I I told John before I came on that I I couldn't I I, I didn't understand. I, I, like John, do we know even how long it stalled? Is there a, have you seen a story about that? How long this I've thing gone back stalled? through. I've gone back through OC Transpose Twitter, which, by the way, wasn't even updated until quite after the. You know, I was reading it elsewhere. Can you can you go through that, please? So, right. if, if if you're if you're a user of of OC Transpose, yep. and ordinarily you'd take the train, etc., and and there's a big delay. There's a delay. What would you ordinarily do, John? Uh, me being tech savvy, I would. The first thing I'm going to do is go to OC Transpose Twitter page and and see if they've updated it, which I did, and because I, I got the story from another source yesterday. In fact, I, I got it from one of the city councilors. I saw it on uh, Catherine McKinney's Twitter. I went to OC Transpo. There was nothing, nothing about it on there. So Twitter roughly, page what time? What what what's the time space here? I want to say well, it was after around two thirty yesterday afternoon. It was just after just after we were done. So the first uh, the first time you're alerted is Catherine McKinney. Yep, her her Twitter, right? First one I saw. Why were you, why were you perusing? Is this something you normally no? I just do? I just got the alert. I, I follow her on Twitter, and I got the alert on my phone. You got an alert. What was the alert? Um, train service uh, stalled at Bayview Station. Okay, uh, so that stopped. would be would that be from OC Transpo then? No, that was from that was from Councilor McKenney. Oh, okay. Sorry. So McKenney. So she she or, tweeted it. I, and and you get notifications from people you follow on Twitter for important stories. Okay, so right. I have an alert set up for her account. So that's where I got the alert. I went to the Oyster Transpo site. There was nothing on their site about it. Now there is. When when did the, when did the information come up on OC Transpo? Site, so you know? they're, they're going back twenty two hours now. Of course, it doesn't have a timestamp. It just tells me twenty two hours. Oh, here's a lovely one. Good night. We'll be here again at seven a.m. <laughs> Who's that from? OC? OC Transpo signs off their social media apparently. They run service all night, but they sign off their social media. That's helpful. Uh, that's a whole other conversation. Reduced service so, uh, between line the and point that I'm trying due to a stop train, they said. This is it 22 hours ago. Reduced service between – so 22 hours ago would have been what? Noon. Reduced service between line and Tunney's Pasture due to a stop train. That's all they said. So we don't know how long this, this stall was. All we know is is that – uh, other trains had to be stopped, right? I mean, when one train goes down, yep. essentially the whole system goes down. So w- one of the one of the ironic things, I don't quite understand all of this. I'm not technically minded, but my understanding was that during the time that we were out of service with the rail, we had extra buses going, etc. But as of yesterday, because we were so sure this thing was going to work, that somehow or other we canceled all these extra buses. I'm glad you so brought on- that up. On the day that we cancel <laughs> these extra buses, I know. The, the thing grinds to a halt. I know. I want to cry. Anyway, uh, just an update. Twenty-one. So 22 hours, they said that there was a train stopped on the tracks. 21 hours, regular service between Lyon and Tunney's Pasture Stations has resumed. So, you know, they were on it at some point, just not when I went to look at it. But it's pretty sad when I get it from a city councilor before I get it from OC Transpo. I, I still... As I say, it just begs the question: Why? Why would we accept something we knew was faulty? What's going on here? Now, I, I have to be careful. I, I have no evidence whatsoever that that any malfeasance went on. In other words, that 
money passed hands, that there was a bribe. Uh, I, I have no evidence of that. I, I want to make that very plain. But it just throws the whole thing up into the air, doesn't it? It just throws a whole cloud, a dark black cloud of suspicion over the entire city of Ottawa. Councillors, the mayor, and the bureaucracy. We find out, and apparently I'm, I'm, apparently the CBC, somehow or other, they must have got wind that, that we knew about this. But at the, at the, for the first time yesterday, I guess, the CBC comes out and says, that we have found some emails from John Mancone to city officials warning us that this thing's not working well. Weeks before we accept delivery. So, I mean, this, we've now accepted delivery. What is this, two years? So if two years later we find out, this is why I say, ladies and gentlemen, please, demand of your city, pick up the phone, email, text, march up, corral, do something, grab city councillors and say, we must have a judicial inquiry. What the hell is going on here? The city, like, I think one of the things, if, if, in fact, as soon as I get off the air, I'm phoning El, El Shantiri. He's my member of council. Good guy. But I'm going to ask him, Eli, did you know that we were warned before we accept delivery here? Did you know that? And now that you do know that, are you going after Mancone? Are you going after anybody to, to find out how come you weren't alerted? I mean, you are the guy. City council is the one who's got to sign off on this thing. Responsibility rests with you. So I'm, I'm Eli, in fact, I'm understanding Eli or his office probably listens to me. I am demanding to know now, Eli, were you notified by Mancone or anybody prior to accepting delivery of this that there were faults, that there were problems, that it was unreliable? Were you aware of this? And if you were not, what are you doing about it now? Are you demanding? Now, you voted against, Eli, you voted against a, a full-scale inquiry. Will you now change your vote? Can we have this thing brought to council again? We need an inquiry. What went on? Who know? Who who knew that this thing was faulty? Who turned their backs? Did anybody a member of city council, did, did, did the mayor know this? Let me just say this. Once again, I'm, I'm speculating here. I, I'm, I'm asking questions. It seems very strange to me that John Mancone chair of OC Transpo at the time, would receive this information that this $2.1 billion, this is the largest project that this city's ever undertaken. So you're telling me that Mancone finds out that there are problems and doesn't tell the mayor? Hmm. Well... I, I leave it with you, folks. What 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 do you think's going on here? Will you join me in demanding a public inquiry here, a judicial inquiry? Is this thing worth saving? Should we should we just take our lumps? You know the old song: "You got to know when to hold them. You got to know when to fold them." Well, know when to walk away and know when to run. I would like to run very much, please. I mean, can we just take it to? Well, you know, there have been suggestions. And uh, I must say that I'm one of those who made the suggestion before we agreed to this. But the suggestion now is we tear up the tracks and just simply use it to run high-speed, brand-new, state-of-the-art electrical buses. 
which is what Lowell Green and uh, Andy Hayden suggested about five years ago. What's, what, what's, your, what's your view here, folks? In the meantime, I just want to get a word in here for our good friends at Shields. I'm still hearing from people uh, saying, you know what, Lowell? We took your advice. We checked out Shields. We were looking for appliances. Uh, we wanted to make sure we were getting a good deal. And we got a good deal at Shields. We're very pleased. Uh, not only that, but one of the things, too, you'll notice, when you're dealing with successful Ottawa Valley businesses, you're dealing with really good folks, down-to-earth folks, wouldn't lie to you, tell you the facts if there's a problem. I'm going to tell you that if Shields knows there's, knows there's a problem with one of these appliances, it's not as reliable as it touted. They'll tell you. They'll tell you. That's, that's, the, that's the way that they have stayed in business, thrived in business since 1947. You're dealing with good people, very fair pricing, reasonable pricing. And as I've said many times before, big warehouse filled, you probably won't have to wait to have your appliance delivered. Shields.ca. Give it a look, folks. Darn, very nice, very easy to read um, website, believe me. John, do we have any, any reaction oh, here? Just am, I anybody, am I the only one? Are you and I the only ones upset at this? No, 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 no. You've, you've got a, a poop storm happening here on social media, etc. Uh, and by the way, can I just applaud you? Thank you for saying what so many of us have wanted to say for a long time. It was very eloquent. I like how you are asking questions now of your counselors. And it begs the question, are these the questions that would only be asked if we had a judicial inquiry? Because there's way too many questions lingering out there right now. All right. So let's, yeah, let's begin with Glenn, who says, LRT tender and contracts at City are being kept secret. Uh, let me see. Tina Marie, if we get the right people to run this whole debacle, then I think we can have it run properly. Our city is getting bigger and bigger. To have public transit actually work at keeping congestion off our roads would be amazing. I just don't trust those in office currently as being the ones working for the people. Let me just jump in here. Um, so um, who, who's the, the letter writer there? That's Tina. Tina. So, Tina, that's interesting. You, you have confidence that this system can work. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I think that there's a real question there. Is this just a lemon and no matter who runs it, it just will not work. I mean, 54 days, this thing was in dry dock. They, they repaired the, they, apparently they checked every single aspect of every single coach, every single train. All of them went over with a fine tooth comb and, uh, testing, testing, testing. And they said, she's working fine. Three days later, we've got another stoppage. Is this thing, have we bought a lemon? I mean, you, you can have all the drivers in the world, but if you've got a lemon of a truck, you've got a lemon of a car. She's a lemon. It's a Pinto. Have we bought a Pinto here? I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see that some people still believe that this thing can work. All we need is better management. I hope that's right. I'm beginning to question whether it is. John. I'm glad you're sitting down, Lowell, because David just passed on some news from, uh, well, 1310. Here we go. The city of Ottawa will be replacing a section of light rail track in the Confederation Line Tunnel near Rideau Station. General Manager of Transportation Services Rene Amilcar said via a translator at Transit Commission meeting on Wednesday, November 16th, that it's due to excessive noise on a certain part of the track. So here we go with even more LRT news breaking at this moment. So not only the trains, but the track that we're paid for. I mean, from top to bottom. I mean, okay, Chris. So, well, I mean, before you go further, yeah. Um, do we know? So, will the train service be out of service then during that time? Well, obviously, if they're replacing a track. I mean, how do you detour a train, right? 
Yeah, good. But, I mean, yep. that's that's one of the that's one of the problems that that Andy Hayden and Lowell Green raised prior to us approving rail. And Andy Hayden, and he, he's got to take the major credit here. I supported him. He said, look, one of the problems with, with rail is you have one train that's down, the whole damn system goes down. Yep. If you have one bus that craps out, well, you just, you know, you, you push the bus off to the side or tow it away, but your bus service continues. You just run another bus. But with a train service, you can't do that. So not only, not only apparently do we have a problem with the coaches themselves, the wheels, the bolts, or whatever it is, but now you're telling me that they've, they've got to replace some track. So where did this notification come from, this latest one? So uh, Dave, David just forwarded that to me via Facebook, but that is from uh, City News, 1310 and uh, 101. So we, we don't, so where, where is the track to be replaced again? <clears throat> Sorry, I just closed that out, Lowell. My apologies. One more second. No problem. Uh, Rito Street something in the Confederation Line Tunnel near Rito Station. So, oh, oh, near Rito Station. So, does that put us right downtown again? Yeah, D- digging up Rito Street. Oh dear, God. Well, no, I don't think we'd have to dig up Rito Street. I hopefully this is in the tunnel, but it seems to me that if if you're going to rip up some track in the tunnel, the whole system is down again. But I mean, once again, here we're, we're, there's a, a, a dearth, a lack of information at, at the very least you would think they would notify us entirely now tracks going to be ripped up how long will this take does this mean the whole system is down if so how long uh, and also what alternate methods are you going to provide for us and and why why does this track create noise why, what is it was it was it a faulty installation is it a faulty track is the iron in the track? I mean, these are questions that, I mean, if I'm there or anybody with half or, or a quarter or one eighth of a brain would ask, say, wait a minute, hold it, hold it. Why are you, why do you have to rip up rails? Was it, was it properly improper? Excuse me. Was it improperly installed? Is the rail itself faulty? Because I mean, if this, folks, if this rail is faulty, does that mean that all the rest of the rail that we've already laid may be faulty. Is there, is there a problem with the molding of the rail? I mean, come on. Bingo. Bingo. You nailed it. That's exactly, that's, that's the next question in this process, isn't it? If that section is a dud, how can we be assured that the entire rest of the, th- stop construction on this now. Fix not the track. Really fix, fix, not only fix the track, fix the whole thing. If it can be fixed. If it can be. More uh, more uh, emails coming in. Uh, Lowell, we got so many comments on the show right now. I can't even keep up today. I'm putting as many as I can on the screen. Let's go to emails. Robert says, "I have to wonder if City uh, if Ottawa City Council was aware of these memos before they were pressured into voting for the four billion dollar Phase Two extension. Certainly would be up the call. Certainly would up the calls for a public inquiry." We have another email as well from Lisa. Let me just get to it. She says, "Lowell, I've used the LRT and only a few days ago there is a conductor on each of the trains. Apparently, there's no mirrors. Thus, the need." to have employees at each station to whistle when the door is closed to let the conductor know when to pull away from the station. That's what I was told. Another commenter earlier said that the conductors or the operators on the train, all they have is a kill switch. So it's basically an emergency break. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So we, we go back to my other question. Yep. If there's a conductor on each train, how was it we didn't know that there was a serious rail derail, uh, derailment that lasted for a long period of time? I mean, the conductor was unaware. There's, I mean, I can understand how maybe 
back at headquarters or wherever it is that they, they weren't aware of this. But if there's a conductor on the train and he, she doesn't know the train has derailed, something's not right here. Something is not right. We're not getting the right story. I'm sorry. Now, maybe some of you engineers out there can explain this to me. But from a layman's point of view, this thing stinks. Go ahead, John. Tina Marie says, part of that derailment was in the middle of the train, not near the front. LRT is already loud as hell. You'd think you'd feel something, though. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's off the rail for a protracted period of time. They went over the, the, the bridge, for God's sake, derailed. So I, I just don't understand how you can have a conductor on board a train and he doesn't know the train's derailed. I'm going to tell you something. I mean, if you're on a CP, uh, V or rail, whatever it is, and a coach 14, uh, you know, 14 back or whatever it is derails, you can be bloody sure the conductor knows right away. I, I don't understand this. Well, especially if this person's sole purpose is to have their hand on an emergency brake. Well, if they can't detect an emergency like a derailment, why are they there? Folks, we need an inquiry here. We need, there's so many, so many questions that just oh. beg to be answered. And you know what? We're paying for it. It's your money. It's my money, John. It's your money. And not only are we stuck with a real lemon here or what appears to be, but they won't, they won't give us most of the information that we have a right to know. Folks, get after your city councilor. Ask them if they knew before delivery that there were problems here. And if not, why not? And now that they know this, what are they going to do about it? That's their job. They are supposed to be stewards of our money. Let's have some stewardship here. Thank you. We'll be back. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green Podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green Podcast. This is a production of blasttheradio.com.